everyone, my name is Amelia and I am the Director of Communications for WISE this year. I want to thank you for tuning in to the How to Be WISE podcast, where we cover everything about being a woman in STEM at the university level and beyond. In this podcast, we take a deep dive into the daily challenges and triumphs for women in STEM fields. Every other week, we're going to focus on a new field of science, and if you follow our Instagram, you can ask our guests questions about these fields or their lives. Our podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, and Google, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our very, very first episode of the How to Be Wise podcast for our new season. We've got a lot of exciting stuff going on. And in this first episode, me and Ellie, who is our new podcast host, are going to be interviewing the president and vice presidents of our WISE team. So without further ado, do, I'm actually going to get Ellie to introduce herself first. So I, if you remember, if you've tuned in to our previous episodes, my name is Amelia. I use she, her pronouns, and I was the podcast host last season. I'm now the director of communications. You might see me on a couple episodes like this one for some, some special little drop-ins of me hosting, but for the most part, our new podcast host will be Ellie. So Ellie, would you like to introduce yourself? For sure. Hi, everyone. My name's Ellie. I am a second year life science major student here at Queen's University. I use she, her pronouns, and I am super, super excited to be hosting the podcast this year. That's great. So we're really excited to have you, and I think you're going to do a wonderful job with the podcast this season. So would our president like to introduce themselves? Absolutely. First of all, I love that like passing of the torch moment that just happened there. Super cute. Love it. But hi, everyone. My name is Sydney Brownlee. I am in my first of all, I'm the incoming wise president for this year, which is super exciting. And I'm in my fourth year of chemical engineering and the bioengineering option. That's great. And then would our internal vice president like to introduce themselves? Okay. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Joelle Lintag. I am the incoming internal vice president for this year. I am currently in fourth year computing slash computer science. But there is a lot of background behind that. But I'm also pretty much in a minor in life science as well. That's wonderful. Thank you. And then last but not least, would our external vice president like to introduce themselves? Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Haley Pulsar. I am the incoming external vice president for this year, and I'm in my fourth year of life science. That's exciting. We've got a really strong team with us this year. I know for a fact that I'm excited to see what you guys have in store for us this year. So Ellie, would you like to take it away with our first official question for our executives? Sounds good. Yeah. So the first thing that we want to talk to you guys about, just kind of your background in STEM and how you first got interested into the different programs that you guys are in right now, or just STEM in general. I can start kind of like Joelle said, there's a bit of background here for me as well. Um, (laughs) So I initially just like kind of went into STEM because everyone in high school was like everyone in my classes, I was like in math and science, it just kind of felt like, like the natural thing to do. I initially started as like a general science student wanting to go into life science, life science, neuroscience spec specifically, because I really wanted to go to med school. And like, I thought that that was a thing for me. And then I came to Queens and I realized that it might not be. In high school, I I was kind of interested in engineering. I like always remember saying to my mom, like, oh, I wish I was like interested in engineering. Like, it seems really cool. And I actually was interested in engineering, but I just thought that I wasn't capable of doing it because I thought engineering was really just like mech and I didn't want to do mech. 
And then when I came to Queens, I saw that there was so much more to it. There was different disciplines. I saw what people in first year entry classes were doing. I thought it was really cool. So in between first and second year, I made the switch into chemical engineering and I don't regret it. It's been absolutely great. And that's how I got involved in STEM. So Joelle, how about you? Oh yeah, of course. So I am in fourth year computing. You can't see me, but I am doing quotations right now. I'm technically in my second year, but I was originally in life science for a good three years. I I guess I initially got into STEM just like Sydney in high school. I literally just took all the sciences and I thought that was the way to go. And my plan going into university was I'm going to do two years of undergrad and go straight into pharmacy. That did not happen, clearly. (laughs) That was my plan. I did not want to go to med school. I didn't want to write the MCAT, but I did want to do pharmacy. I realized very quickly that it was not for me. I struggled a lot in first year with the sciences. I only did like math and physics, which was weird because not a lot of people do end up liking those ones when you do take life science. And then I kept telling myself that I would get better at bio, but it never happened. Like first and second year, I just kept struggling with the same things over and over again, like mitosis and meiosis, anything involving those things just kept like going over my head. Like I could not figure it out Mm -hmm. Um, and it really discouraged me. So I just ended up leaving it, even though I tried one more time in my first term of third year, but that was, that was it. And that's when I ended up switching to computing slash computer science because I really wanted to get into tech when I was in high school I actually did really want to do coding and stuff like that like website design um, graphic design and stuff like that but I always thought I wasn't smart enough to get into those programs like computer engineering and computer science because all the good programs um, at different schools would not accept me with the grades that I had or so I thought Um, I didn't really explore my options but I did end up transferring and I am now in computing. So that is technically my journey in STEM up until now. I remember um, we had Bio 205 together, actually. That was the course that was like, okay, this is not happening ever again. <laughs> Second year bios can be actually a little bit tricky. Kudos to you, to you for still trying. And I also think it's great being able to say, you know what, this isn't for me and finding what truly is. So it's great. So I guess we'll move on to Haley. Yeah. So I'm in my fourth year of life science and I guess I had more of a like traditional path. I haven't had any major like switches or anything. I didn't really know what I wanted to do in high school, but then in grade 11, I had the best science teachers, but I didn't have the best physics teacher. So chem and bio loved it. I felt like I always understood what was going on and physics had no idea, did not click. And my dad and my sister are engineers. So I was always exposed to STEM, but physics never stuck with me. So I knew that I did like bio and chem and that's how I decided to go into general science. And I knew that I wanted to go into life science because it kind of touches on a bunch of different aspects of science and not very much physics. So anyway, we struggled through physics in first year, but it's okay. Um, We're in life science now, so I really enjoy it. And I'm glad that I stuck with what I liked. Yeah, awesome. Totally relate to the first year being a bit difficult. I found first year life science really tricky, but congrats for continuing on with it. Um, So I think since we know a little bit more about your guys' backgrounds, we're going to talk about how you guys first learned about uh, WISE and why you chose to join the club. 
Yeah, sweet. I'll take it away. Um, I feel like my like story about how I learned about WISE is maybe like a little bit boring. I just remember I was in the tea room studying for like my Lynn Elge exam in second semester of first year. And like I saw a poster and it was really pretty and I was like, I should apply. Um, and I think that was also partly because that was like around the time I was considering switching into engineering. And I know that WISE is like woman in science and engineering, but I thought like a club that's all woman, like that's great. Like it'd be a great way to like meet other women in engineering. It's like that was one of my fears switching into engineering was just that it, like I was going to walk into class and it was going to be like all dudes and I'd just be like what is going on not that that's a bad thing which is completely not what I was used to. So I mostly did it to meet um, some other like women in engineering and I've, I've met a lot of friends on WISE so um, I would say that it was a success. <laughs> yeah that's great that's definitely I think a common thing for a lot of people joining the club. I remember myself I was something similar I was like I want to make more friends that are women in science and that's part of the reason I joined. Um, so Joelle, how about you? Why'd you first look into it? Yeah, so um, I remember very distinctly going to, I think it was Tricolor Open House and like Wise had a booth there and that's how I saw them. Um, and they gave me a sticker, like they gave me a free sticker and I was like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Like, oh my gosh. Um, and from there, I just like tried to apply in first year for some things, but then um, I didn't end up um joining wise until second year um because there are not there were like i didn't know that there were volunteer positions for wise i only thought they had interns like the first year interns so i was like really sad because i didn't get picked as an intern and i was like oh no but then i ended up applying again next year um but yeah like the reason why i like really it really stuck with me was because it's it's really true how much you don't realize that like there's not that many women in STEM and I was like I think somebody should be an advocate for us you know like there should be like a I didn't know that there was like this whole like club just for women in STEM and I think that really really caught my eye um and I was like I have to join this because I feel like this is where I want to be um so yeah, that was mostly it. I ended up joining in second year though. So that's awesome. Good for you. I love the good inspirational stories. Um, Haley, how about you? Mine is kind of similar to Joelle. I found out about Wise at Queens in the Park, got an awesome sticker. I still have it. And I immediately knew I wanted to apply. And I also was not chosen as a first year intern in first year, but I was offered a position at, as an outreach volunteer. So I joined HSO, which is our high school outreach program. And in this role, I went to different high schools and gave presentations about what kind of uh, STEM options we have in university and what that process looks like for someone in high school. And I really enjoyed that. So that's how I got started with our external, pro our external portfolios. Um, and I have joined like many other external portfolios through that and I've always kind of been on the external side of WISE. And I am really glad I joined just so I could kind of branch out of my core life science classes. We had so much class in first year and I only talked to the same like two people because that's who I knew. Um, and yeah, with WISE, I just was able to meet a lot more people from different STEM um, programs. And yeah, it's been a really good opportunity and I'm really glad to be part of it. Yeah, I, I think I learned about WISE in, in first year, but it, like, so like applying for the executive positions that you'd have in second year. And I think it was just from the Queen's AMS website. Like, I think I'd taken a photo of it 
like, you know, the ads during like our online orientation and then, you know, the Instagrams were there and someone mentioned applications. Then you go on to like the websites. Like, I just remember being on like my phone, reading through the NSOC, um, like Microsoft something like forms and just filling it out really quickly. Cause it was like, okay, this seems interesting. And then it was a whirlwind from interview and then doing the role and working on it through the summer. So yeah, I love all the different ways that people can get involved. Like on that note, what for anyone listening right now, whether they're already involved with WISE or they are like, these guys seem great, let's do it. What's, what's some advice you have for them for getting involved? So I'd say if you're a first year, there's primarily three ways. The first is, as a few of us mentioned, we hire two first year interns every year where you come in the club and you get to shadow the directors and kind of see what it's like to be on an exec. Super fun. We have an internal and an external first year intern. We are also hiring outreach volunteers. Haley, I'm not sure if you want to talk a little bit about that um, as well. Yeah, sure. So we have four outreach portfolios. We have elementary school, high school, badge day, and NSI day. So our school programs are more weekly, bi-weekly programs where we go into different schools and promote STEM for women of all ages. And it's a really good way to like get your hands dirty and learn what it really is like to do some STEM work like hands on. Um, in our badge day and NSI day events, our full day events, uh, they happen like once or twice a year each. And that's like a full day, of a bunch of experiments, super fun. It's really cute. Everyone's super into it. And yeah, outreach is a great way to get involved through helping with experiments and just helping these young girls learn more about STEM and what it can look like for them. We also have the mentorship program, which is really exciting. So people in undergrad can apply to be mentees and be paired with a mentor. We have 66 mentors right now, which is insane. So all different fields, there's something for everyone. And we're really excited to hire mentees to be paired with these awesome women in STEM. And there's so much you can learn from people who are just a few years older than you and so much advice that you can get that you might not get otherwise. So super great things coming up for WISE. And yeah, those are awesome ways to get involved. How could our listeners become a mentee? Yeah, so we recommend following our Instagram. We have all our different applications on there promoted. There's just a little application form. You fill out information about yourself and what industries you're looking to get involved in. And that way we can pair you with the perfect mentor for you. Amazing. Sounds like such an awesome program. Along those notes, uh, what are some, what is something that you guys are all really excited for this year, other than the mentor mentee outreach program? What's something that you guys are really looking forward to this year? I can take this one. I feel like as it's kind of fitting as we're on the podcast to talk about the podcast we ran, something that kind of like I wanted to kind of like adjust and change coming into this year was wise was the podcast and kind of do a podcast rebrand. I find it a huge flex of wise as a podcast. I think it's just like something really cool for a club to do and that not a lot of other people are currently doing. This is great. I love it. Keep it coming. <laughs> this is what I like to hear. Exactly. Oh, I can talk about the podcast for, for a while, but in previous years, not many people knew about it, which is really a shame. So one of like my goals as well as Haley and Joelle's goals um, coming into this year was to fix that. And we just needed to figure out how. So for context, the podcast used to be like very industry focused. We would bring women in from industry and um, ask them about what it's like to work in the industry. What do they need to succeed their story? Um, but there are a lot of other initiatives that are doing very similar things or the same type of thing, either on WISE or on other clubs. And I find that, you know, when I listen to a podcast, I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel like I'm having a conversation with someone else. 
kind of like on the same note as I've always wished that there was like a Queens podcast quotation marks not one that's like oh this is when the tricolor open house is happening but ones that like oh this is something that's happening in Kingston or Queens like isn't that crazy um I got I guess just something where you could kind of or I could see what other people's thoughts were on like the Queens experience outside of my own bubble so I thought why not have kind of like why has become that podcast and Haley and Joelle had the same idea and very luckily Amelia had the same idea as well so that was kind of our inspiration for the podcast rebrand into a more lifestyle um a lifestyle focus this year so that is something I'm super excited to see like I can't wait to listen to it um and I just wanted to do a podcast plug as well but that was the main thing that I wanted to focus on this year in the club um, and really bring the podcast justice because I think it's just an incredible part of the club that we have that deserves um, all, all of the fame that Queens can give it. So, <laughs> yeah, obviously we are super excited for the podcast. I'm so excited for the rebrand. I think it's going to be really awesome. And even just talking to, you know, some of my friends that are just entering first year this year or are still in high school, they're even excited for it. Something that feels more like a conversation so they can come in feeling prepared and like they're already know the information from real people instead of something that's you know still five six seven years off for them it's kind of right there for them and yeah I think it's going to be a really awesome year yeah we want something really relatable that people are gonna enjoy and share if you're listening to it hype it up for us please I'm gonna quickly touch on the podcast really really fast I was so excited to see the new um, logo. Oh my gosh, so cute. I was literally in stages at the Taylor Swift night last night and I reposted on my story. I was like, everyone has to see this right now. I'm obsessed. But as a previous events director, I'm so excited for BWI and DWI, which are brunch with industry, dinner with industry, big networking events um, to be in person this year, which is really exciting because it's different in person where you can talk to everyone and like actually engage in like, a full like event rather than sitting on zoom which is it also was great last year but I'm super excited to have those in person that's great yeah and I'm actually you know I, I really want to get Joelle's opinion on our on our podcast rebrand because I know you worked on the podcast in some of your earlier wise years when the podcast was just a wee a wee thing that we were you know developing and working on I say we like I was there that was being developed and was being, you know, worked on. So what are your thoughts on how far it's come and, you know, how it's evolved over the years and what you're hopeful for? Yeah. So if you didn't know, I was actually um, the podcast coordinator two years ago, my first year on Wise, I was a podcast coordinator. I think it was like the first time they have, like, they had like an actual team for the podcast. And it was very much like so in its very early stages. Like we we did, like we finally figured it out and that's how we got the industry professionals to start coming in. Um, and then we, they really, like Amelia and um, Claudia's team last year really kicked it off with all the interviews that they got. But like, it was super successful. I, I mean, like they had a really successful year in getting everybody to come in and do the interviews, um, which was already a huge step from what we were doing. And I was just really excited this year because I got to work again so closely on the first thing that I did um, on WISE because I did have so many plans and things that I would love to do with the podcast. Like Amelia and I have had hour long, like hours and hours of meetings talking about this podcast. Um, so I'm really, I really, really hope that if you're listening to this, that you enjoy it because 
Um, it took all of our blood, sweat, and tears to get it all off its feet again. Yeah, I was. I this was one of my main goals for Wise as well. Like coming in as an as like I think all three of us really like we all came together and we were like, okay, there are like certain places that we want to work on, and podcast is there, and it was. And I'm so happy that like we're doing it now. So yeah, so exciting! I it's clear that you guys have put so much work into it. Um, it's going to be so fantastic this year. We're all yeah, really, really excited for it. Okay, so moving into our next question, we just kind of wanted to ask you guys about any advice that you have for people who are either starting university and having their first couple weeks for the first time ever or having their first couple weeks for the fourth time. Uh, what do you guys have for advice for people that are starting university? I think that it's really easy to fall into your little like click friend group in first year because you don't know anyone coming to Queens or maybe you know a few people, but it's really easy to just find a few people and really stick with them. And it can be very scary to branch off, but I really recommend finding things that you're passionate about, such as a club or a sports team and just going for it. You will meet people there say hi, introduce yourself. Like, I promise you, everyone is looking for a friend, even if they look like they're not. And just really do what aligns with you and not what your friends are aligned with, because you don't have to stick with that one click. And I think after COVID, I'm really realizing that even more just because there's so many people out there who could be your best friend. And if you don't go out and introduce yourself and put yourself out there, you might never meet them. So it's great to have your close friends, but don't be shy to meet new people as well. Haley, I think that that is really, really good advice. I was like going to say something similar and now I'm like trying to come up with something different. But I guess what I was going to say is like more geared towards upper years, I guess to start is that you can still make new friends in like second and third and fourth year. It's like, it's not the end. Like you can still try new things. You can change your major. Like it's not definitive. I had a lot of pressure on myself in first year or I put a lot of pressure on myself to like figure out exactly what I was going to be doing like over the next four years, what it would look like, what my friends would be, like what I'd be doing when I'm graduating. And you have so much time to figure that out and focus on like what you're interested in now, like try new things, find things that you're interested in because it might be not what you expect at all. And I think everything else will fall into place. I think would be my advice. Mm -hmm. Sydney, I love what you said about going for things that you're interested in. I totally agree with that. I think if you know, if people are going out and trying the things and uh, joining the clubs and the intramurals and the stuff that they like, they're going to find other people that like those things. And that kind of relates then to what uh, Haley was saying about making new friends and meeting new people and stuff. You can meet new people through just trying the things that you like to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's awesome. Joelle, how about you? What do you think about this? So for me, I would say, like, take it all in, like, don't live in the moment, like, as cliche as that sounds you need to just like live at like what you're doing right now because I feel like a lot of us we like once you start university you're always looking towards the end rather than like um what you're doing right now because you're always thinking like what am I doing after this this degree like what am I like what is this really going to do what am I doing like how am I getting this work how am I doing this how am I doing that um and I think you have to just think for yourself and think what's best for you and if you don't like it then don't do it um and and you know I just feel like just take it easy because university is hard for everybody and I feel like nobody really gets that from everyone like nobody really talks about um how hard it is to like 
give up or like switch or change or do something different because everyone thinks you're on like this right like this very specific track that everyone's on but you not everyone is so you can always do whatever you want um and it's whatever's right in front of you right now and whatever you want to do at that moment just try it. it i think it's kind of similar to what um sydney and Haley were also saying but just just do whatever you want to do honestly <laughs> and don't compare yourself to anyone else because everyone's yeah. different yes exactly but like joelle sorry just to like add on like one more thing like I like telling this like spiel I think it's funny but like in first year like I thought I was going to go into like med school into neuroci and now like three and a half years later like I'm working for like a tech consulting firm like I did not expect myself to be here or I did not expect my, like myself to be the person that I thought I was going to be in first year so don't even like attempt to plan it out just like Joel said go with the flow and take it all in yeah I think to kind of um add on to that it's also like apply for things, even if you think you're not necessarily going to get it, because I'm in a completely different country right now. And there's no way my first year self was sitting there like, yeah, this is perfectly planned out. Like I, you know, the, op- the wonderful opportunity I've been afforded, I genuinely, I still haven't processed it just because I genuinely never was like, you know, I didn't know if I was going to get it or not. And I didn't really think about it because it was like, oh, that would be great if it happens. But like, yeah, right. We'll see. And then it did. And so you never know, you know, what experience that you apply to leads you to meet these people that like Haley and um, Sydney and Joelle and Ellie have all mentioned. And the friend, you don't know the people you're going to meet. You don't know the relationships you're going to make. And so just, you know, either send in the application for wise maybe or some other you know club or intramural or executive position or volunteering position just you know just give it a try because you don't know where it's going to lead you and you could be in a phenomenal place on the other end so yeah Ellie do you want to take it away yeah we'll uh finish up and just kind of ask you guys a bit about plans for after university I know Sydney you were saying you kind of had a plan um and then it didn't exactly go the way you thought it was going to go but how are you feeling now? What are you, what are you thinking your plans are going to look like afterwards? The lovely thing about fourth year is like, you still don't know. And even if you do know, it doesn't feel real. Um, but like I said, in first year, I was planning on going to medical school. Like I thought I'd be in like school for like, like a gazillion years. Um, I thought I was one of those people, but then as I progressed in my degree, I realized that, um, I'm not. Um, so I worked at a tech consulting firm called Accenture over the summer, and I'm super, super grateful, um, that I'm going to be able to go back when I graduate, which is awesome. I want to take a few months off, um, in between, um, and I do see myself going back to school at some point, um, for what I'm not exactly sure that's, you know, all part of the fun. Um, but I'm just hoping to work in industry for like, at least a few years and see what really interests me and where I want to align to, and then maybe go from there with grad school. So that's my plan so far. Awesome. Sounds great. Sounds like a wonderful plan. Um, Joelle, how about you? So unlike Haley and Sydney, I am not graduating this year. Um, I guess my plans after graduating, not this year, but um, I haven't, I feel like I haven't really explored everything that has to do with computing and computer science, like the different opportunities I can go into. I have yet to work in tech so I would really like to know what that feels like before I start making plans on what I want to do um but I am looking into working a lot more for like not not tech companies specifically um but more retail and fashion type of industry but under their tech side so like 
a lot of their back end developing and stuff like that. That was a lot of the things that I wanted to do um, because this is a funny story. I heard one of my friends looking into internships because um, he's actually on Quip right now. And he saw that there was internships in Vancouver for Aritzia as like back end developers and stuff like that. And I was like, that is the coolest thing I've ever heard. Like you, you never realize how many things or how many companies, different industries need tech. Like I actually do not realize how much it is needed. And I was like, why does Aritzia even need these people? And I'm just like, I don't care what they need them for. I would love to know. So mm-hmm. I would love to apply. Um, so those are some of the things that I'm trying to think about. It doesn't even have to be Aritzia, um, but any company I just would like to know right now I was also looking into game development as like I get to choose an option for computing I still haven't chose mine um, specifically Uh, right now I'm in the general stream so I don't really know but if I do get a chance to choose and I have the uh, like the opportunity to try game development which is I think I have game design next term I would like to see if I like it because that would be really cool I am a little creative so it would be really cool if I could also do that. Joelle has some phenomenal artistic and creativity in her pinky let alone in all 10 fingers (laughs) so I I think it's great that you're trying to combine you know something you're passionate about with something you're passionate about. Also to our listeners um, that's a little shout out if you guys like Aritzia and you like (laughs) Kamsai who knows maybe you can design the next fortnight or uh make something new for babaton go get that discount ladies mm-hmm. go get, go get that discount. the discount get the discount mm-hmm. don't forget about us when you have the biggest discount in the world <laughs> <laughs> maybe joelle can like supply the new wise merch or something like that oh my god imagine but they best hoodies <laughs> Haley. last but not least what are your plans so i know you've had a pretty straight path coming through university but you know, do you have it all planned out um, once you graduate or is it kind of now you're reaching the open-ended where question of, you know, what are you going to do? So I had some really good role models in high school. I knew a few epidemiologists and that got me really excited about epidemiology. Um, And so that was kind of what I was focused on throughout university. I did a lot of volunteering in public health and epidemiology and policy. And so I kind of, I'm leaning towards a direction still of epidemiology or policy. And I don't know if that is going to look like a master's degree or a law degree or both degrees, but I know lots of school will be happening after um, I graduate my undergrad degree. Um, But I think that it's just going to be like taking day by day and researching and just talking to people. I'm a big like LinkedIn cold message kind of girl, because I feel like that's how you find out what the real information is. But yeah, I'll be applying for probably some master's programs and looking more into other programs, but that's a TBD. (laughs) Haley, that sounds great. I think that's everything for today. Um, Thanks so much to all of you for chatting with us for a bit. We hope that the listeners got to learn more about WISE, got to learn about our amazing uh, president, vice president. Yeah, we hope to see you guys next week. Yeah, and if you want to learn more about what me and Ellie have planned for after university, then I guess you'll just have to stay tuned. Keep listening. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys.
Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed that episode. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at HTVW Podcast so that you can stay up to date with the STEM fields that we'll be discussing so you can ask our guests any questions and so you can stay tuned for our next episode. Thanks, guys.